This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Eighty-eight days to go to Christmas, and according to the good people at Megawood Park there, we can expect the lights to stay on over the coming holiday period as we head towards Christmas and the full the summer. Oh, we feel like we're technically already in summer, don't we? Okay. But anyway, this is uh, was based on uh, a media briefing that was held yesterday um, by ESCOM management. Uh, ESCOM saying they believe they can avoid exceeding stage four load shedding for the 2023-2024 summer period due to a return to service of several generators in the coming months. However, even in the best of forecast, um, ESCOM anticipates between 11 and 19 days or 19 days of load shedding per month will be necessary up to March 2024. During this latest state of the system briefing yesterday, the utility says that it should be able to keep capacity losses down uh, due to breakdown or capacity losses due to breakdowns below 14 1,500 megawatts during the holiday um, periods this December to January 2024. On the line, I'm pleased to say we're joined by the ESCOM's acting group executive, chief executive, uh, Karib Kasim. Mr. Kasim, good morning and thank you so much for joining us. Morning. Uh, no, you're welcome, and you and your listeners. Yes. All right. So let's start about putting these things in perspective. Of course, because uh, um, you know that uh, South Africans uh, will hold you to your word. But you were very careful in how uh, you were phrasing these things, and so you know it's important that we understand the language that's spoken uh, to the extent that uh, these are not predictions. I think is what you said yesterday in a briefing. But this is based on modeling. Just explain to us what this outlook that you painted uh, actually, what, what it means. Yeah, um, so, so, so firstly, the way the outlook is calculated or, 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 or forecasted is based on historic trends and especially the breakages based on historical performance. Obviously, we've seen through the winter period uh, that stations are starting to form better and are more predictable. Which means to your to your introduction, which is key. Twelve months ago, we didn't have three Kusile units. Uh, now those three Kusile units are coming back online now from October and November and December. That would add uh, 2,880 megawatts to the system that we didn't have last year. Even if we assume a round number of 2,000 megawatts that Kusile will now produce power to the grid. That's two stages of load shedding. That is why as a management team, we're confident that uh, we, we, we can maintain at a peak the stages of load shedding to stage four to the summer period. And what gives you um, the confidence uh, in the that uh, even when the, you do get these additional units coming back online, that they will hold out? You know, because we have had you know, repeated breakdowns uh, for all manner of reasons, particularly at uh, uh, Wusile. What, what, what gives you uh, the level of confidence this time around? 
Yeah, if we see now with the exemptions for, from the emissions that we've received, I mean, just waiting for the district one to be received to operate. If we look at Madupi and, and how Madupi is performing, because they effectively uh, measure stations in terms of technology, Madupi is running well over 85% energy availability factor and reliable, probably one of our best performing stations. Now, now with this temporary stacks and the exemptions we got, we are confident and we can see a, a repeat performance from uh, the Kusilia units that these that will be returning. And in December, we'll also be synchronizing the first unit. So, so that's why, as a management team, we're confident. Well, what's the significance then of the exemption? I mean, uh, um, does that suggest that the previous uh, underperformance of these units was related to to, um, you know, some uh, efforts to stay within, um, you know, regulations or guidelines? You know, I, th- I think uh, this is the first time in, in South Africa our power plants have this FTD, flue gas desulfurization technology. Mm. Uh, as staff at ESCOM, uh, it's a new experience. We're also learning the technology. We, we have made some mistakes. We, we need to learn from that. And we've also now engaged with uh, OEM uh, on a five-year contract to, to help us manage the, uh, the Cosilia stations with this new technology over the next five years going forward. And how much of uh, this, um, you, know, your, you know, your ability to uh, manage and give us a bit of a stability um, over the coming months will be based on the use of those open cycle gas turbines and the attendant uh, diesel that you'll be burning there yeah uh, yeah definitely we we aim to utilize uh those open cycle gas turbines during the the peak hours the morning and evening peaks uh main objective is really to get away from morning peak and only use it in evening peaks we need to reduce that uh, as you appreciate the cost of that is quite significant. We have been through some days in the winter period uh, where we didn't load, uh, have load shedding in the mornings and, and through the day to 4 o'clock. And, and that's the trend we want to return to as quick as possible to give confidence to the economy and, and to all our citizens. Yeah, I mean, I mean, where do we stand in as far as your use? Are, are you bring, have you brought it down? Have you been able to bring down uh, the amount of diesel that you're having uh, to burn? And, and yeah. the, of course, uh, and the costs uh, yes. that go with that. Yes. No. Uh, so we, we, when we did our plan for, for for this financial year, we always had it front loaded during the winter period with the higher demands, and it does reduce in the summer period. So so far, we're in line with our bu- budget forecast in terms of diesel, and 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 we're confident with these units returning, and we're seeing better performance at some of the stations. For example, you know, I just looked on the system this morning. Mm. Tutuka running four units and producing over 1,600 megawatts. Through the winter period, we've only had one unit from Tutuka at about 300 megawatts. So, so these are, these are the, the confidence builders that we're getting from our generation staff. In terms of uh, that buzzword that uh, you um, use there at ESCOM, energy availability factor, where do we stand here? Can you draw some comparison and give us a bit of perspective in terms of where we are now uh, versus where we are at the same time last year? 
Yeah, so, so we're basically just under 60%. Uh, last year we were quite similar. But I, I think the, the, the key factor is last year we had two units of Kuberg available to us for, oh. for substantially the entire year. We've been operating without 920 megawatts now, uh, which is effectively in, impacting on uh, EAS plus the Kusila units. From what I heard from your briefing yesterday, it doesn't sound as if you'll be able to count on Kuberg either in this coming period. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, hundred percent. Because as soon as Unit One comes back in November uh, on the third, the other one will go out, and and those are built in into our forecast. And maybe another important point: remember, in this outlook, we, we have assumed those Kosile units to only come in end of November and mm. December. Now they, they they come forward, which gives us an added confidence. Mm. And how are you actually able to gauge or, uh, or forecast the unplanned outages? What informs that kind of planning? Yeah, I think I think it's a combination of uh, first and foremost, uh, try to stick to the schedule of planned maintenance, mm. which then will impact on uh, unplanned maintenance reducing. But the second one is. When we take these plants out uh, for, for the outages, let's make sure that we do the job together with our contracts, correct the first time. Mm. We found in the past that when they come back, they come back for a few days or a few weeks and then they break again. And this reliability, once they come back, is a key factor mm. uh, in, in reducing the unplanned outages. Uh, also, there's, there's other factors as well, you know, in, at certain stations, the quality of coal does impact on the performance of plants. Just a very quick word on the additional capacity from the independent power producers. Um, what kind of capacity are you able to bring on at this stage, uh, or what kind of uh, how are you phasing it, and maybe give us some lead times in as far as that's concerned, briefly. Yeah, so 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 on that, yeah, I think there's two factors through the DMRD process. Uh, it still takes a time to construct these plants, you know, mm. anything between 18 to 24 months. We have also issued our own pro- programs in terms of standard offers. Mm. We've got some megawatts, I think some 300 thus far. We're looking to increase that to 1,000 megawatts. Okay. And the last factor is making sure that on the transmission grid constraints, we need to unlock certain corridors as, as quick as possible. But there are a few factors that contribute to that. But every megawatt does make a difference and relieve the pressure on ESCOM. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll leave it there. Caleb Kasim is the acting group chief executive of ESCOM. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Sabrina. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.